The following podcast is provided by Care Partners Living and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders Radio Network. And we're talking about decluttering, downsizing. How do you get the plan moving? And we talked a lot just about the planning section of, you know, where are we at? And we are here with our wonderful Kelly Smith from Care Partners Senior Living, who works with families each and every day on their, you know, on their uh, transition into senior living. And, you know, probably one, I bet you get a common question, Kelly, all the time is I have certain things that mean a lot to me. Tell us a little bit about how that conversation goes. Well, everybody knows in mom's house, she's going to need a couch. She's going to need a table and chairs. She's going to need a bed. She's going to need a nightstand. You know, there's things from the house that are going to be no brainers. Yeah, And then there's going to be that family where you're sitting there talking to them and the mother's looking at the apartment going, but I'm not going to have room for my collection, you know, or I'm not going to, you know, what about this? You know, things that matter to them. You know, when you sit in your own living room, what are the things that you you look at that bring you joy? And it's like you said, it's the same thing for our our seniors. You know, what is it she loves? Right now, if you go over to to, to grandma's house, she's sitting there with her, her favorite chair, with her nightstand next to it, or however she's got it set up with all of her little things on it that make her happy, why isn't that coming to the new apartment? If her crystal, little crystal animals are that important to her, find a way to bring them. Yeah. Um, we've had, like I said, we had a lady one time in one of our communities in her 80s that there was no way she was leaving behind the china she received at her wedding 60 years Aww. prior. And so we made sure there was, we talked to the kids and showed them, you know, what kind of room we had to make this work. The kids were a little bit frustrated because they're like, she doesn't use it. She hasn't used it since dad died. You don't use it. So what's the point? You're missing the point. It's not whether she uses it or not. It's something that connects her to someone she loves. Yeah. So you got to yeah. figure those things out. Don't ever, ever make your loved one feel like a child because of something they want to bring to their new home. You'd be right. the same way. Right. Right. And I, you know, and here, here's the beauty of that with my father, he was a amazing piano player and he had a grand piano. <laughs> Well, we couldn't bring the grand piano, but we got him an amazing keyboard. Yeah. And it worked great. And he and here's the other beauty of it. They asked him once a month to come down and play in the lobby for just for happy hour, for their happy hour. And so he got the joy of being able to do what he does so well down in the lobby. And of course he did it a lot more because everybody loved it. But that's the beauty of how to, you know, how to plan things and how to keep things that are most important to you is, you know, it's in, it's a time to get creative. It's a it time really to really find instead of saying you can't take that, let's find a way that we meet that need. And I think that's one of the things that somebody like you, Kelly, that's what you guys do so well. Well, and we want, because again, we want the residents to not, you got to remember, always keep in mind when you're dealing with a loved one that's making this kind of move, the move itself is traumatic. The move itself is hard. Yeah. I'm giving up my home. I'm giving up where I've lived for the last how many years? I'm giving up the place I made memories. Yep. So the one thing I always tell families is be kind. When you're sitting down with mom and she wants to bring something you think is absolutely ridiculous, mm-hmm. stop being the parent, start being the child and listen. <laughs> yes. Okay, there's some things that might sound silly to you, but why why would you want your loved one to move into a new place where they're giving up so much already to have to give up one That's more correct. thing that matters to them? Correct. It doesn't matter if it matters to you. You're not the mm-hmm. one moving. 
That's true. You know what I mean? That's so true. It, it's, it's making sure that you're also honoring these people for who they are and what they've been through. They want to bring their World War II memorabilia. They want to bring their dad's, you know, they still have their dad's suit from 100 years ago. It doesn't matter. It's important to them. Correct. Uh, Correct. And most assisted living communities will make accommodations. Most of them really do want that resident to be happy, and they will do whatever it takes to make sure that happens. Yes. And I think that when when you're looking at different ways in which you can do it, have those conversations with the community that you're that you're um, moving into and saying, you know, this is really important. My dad loves to do have a wood shop, you know, in his garage. How can we figure something out that he can get that need need met met? Maybe there's an area in where the maintenance shed is or area that he can set up a little bit of a shop or something like that or do some repairs and give him purpose these are some things that you guys want to hear about and i'm sure that would be a big deal correct you bet just like with your father being able to come down and play the piano if we have a resident move in and the kids just bring basic stuff and we and they won't tell us anything about his past we try to draw a lot of that out but what if they never say anything and we've missed an opportunity for not only for all the other residents to enjoy the beautiful music, but we didn't let him play. Yes, that's it. The more families can share, Mm -hmm. the better we do at our jobs to make your loved one happy. Isn't that what the purpose? And given the fact that he was well-known in the community and that he would play at at happy hour once a month, the beauty of it was, was that he felt free to go down and play all the time. So he would play probably a couple, three times a week, just spontaneously, even if it was for an hour, you know, sit down and, and he, you know, my father used to play in big bands. So they loved it. You know, they would sit there and, and people would sing Stardust or they'd sing St. Louis blues or all the different, you know, show tunes that, that happened. And, and it was just so to, to see that, to he, see him enjoy the, you know, the gift that he gave to the community. And he really made his mark, right? Mm-hmm. That's the point that I think what we, everybody's here for a purpose and a reason. And just as much as things are maybe important to you as you're helping your parents, the, the, you're a different individual than they are. They have their own areas of things that they're passionate about. Pay attention to what those things are. Uh, my mom, it was socializing. Exactly. If I was 80 years old right now, one of the things that would mean a lot to me, believe it or not, I'd still want to keep my vinyl. Absolutely. Got vinyl records. So what about those things that you're, oh, mom won't be able to use a record player. She's got early onset dementia. Really? Yeah. You want to, you want, you want to be the one to decide that? Yeah. You know, it's like, why don't we see what she's still able to do that brings her joy and brings her happiness? How about that? Yeah. You know, and, and find things that, again, can also acclimate them to the community faster. Yeah. You know how fun it is to make a new friend and bring them into your apartment to show them all the, the cute little things you've collected over the years and find exactly. out they do. Exactly. They just become friends, right? Well, yes. And here's the other thing. My mom, it wasn't my thing, but my mother had about probably 50 dolls. She collected dolls including an original Shirley Temple doll. That was her prized possession. And she wanted to bring her dolls. (laughs) I'm going like 50 dolls. Well, I talked to the maintenance man at the community. And at the very top of the ceiling, we made a shelf all around around the perimeter of of her apartment. And we put all the 
dolls like up by in the corner of the ceiling, you know, I, they're very tall. So it wasn't interfering with her mobility, but here's the beauty of that is she could look at her dolls all day long when, you know, if she was in her place and that made her happy. And the thing that was amazing too, is that the, even the, the maintenance staff, when they'd come in to clean, they use their feather duster to make sure that that area was completely dusted off. They, and, mm-hmm. and one month they even brought, dolls down to the uh, lobby down to the area and they shared them with the entire community you know in uh, this cabinet which was really really special she loved that so there's different ways in which again work with the senior living community that you're moving into to figure out you know what is what has a strong sentimental or emotional value to your loved one Find out what those things are and then find a way, talk to the staff that you're working with to say, what is it that we can bring? How can we meet that need? And I think that's one of the things that you guys do so well. I mean, what do you think, Kel? Well, most communities will give you a list. Yes. And you move in. Like, for example, our memory communities all come with a memory care checklist. These are the things you need to bring, okay? Things that need to happen before you move in, et cetera, that type of stuff. Assisted living communities are a little bit different. Um, but there's some basics that mm-hmm. kind of it gets spoken about because mm-hmm. uh, they want you to furnish your own apartment. Um, right. And the reason for that, well, first of all, nobody wants to live in a place that other people's been sleeping on that couch for the last two years. And now it's your apartment. Nobody wants that. No. So what you want are, you know, your own things. Yes. But it's also, again, if there's something out of the ordinary besides the basic stuff, and again, decorating their room, no assisted living community is going to tell you, no, she can't bring her dolls. Nobody's going to tell you what she can and can't have in her room. Uh, it's just a matter of the families being able to organize that so that it's not cluttered. Because you also have to remember, what if your loved one's a fall risk? You don't want a room so cluttered with stuff that we're worrying about them falling down and cracking their head. We don't want that. No. You know, you've got to be smart about the environment as well. But like you said, you put some dolls up in a corner. There's a number of different things you can do with shelving. A lot of cool things. Mom can bring her things. Um, oh, dad wants to bring his electric guitar. Well, he's just going to irritate the neighbors. Don't assume that. Yeah, love it. They Maybe might love it. Have him come downstairs and play. Don't always assume that your loved one's going to be trouble or things that they want are going to be a problem. Don't go negative immediately. Yeah, there are areas in a in a senior living community where you can do things like that. There's a media room. There's there's usually a multi-purpose room that's yep. got a pool table or something like that in it. So you'll be able to do things like that. Uh, you'll be able to bring your guitar. You'll be able to do things like that. So, you know, in this next segment, as we wrap up, what do you do with the stuff that you're getting rid of? How do you know there's three steps to that process? And Kelly, um, any last words on that before we start the segment? No, I think we've covered it pretty well. I, I think again, it's it's about you know. Um, no, I think we covered it pretty pretty well. About you know, again, don't don't make assumptions. Talk to the staff. Yeah. Because um, you, you might find out they're a lot more accommodating about something that means so much to your loved ones. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm very excited. Again, let's talk about that in our next segment. How do we? get rid of stuff what will what do we do what's the steps to do so kelly and i we are going to be right back right after this the preceding podcast was provided by care partners living and answers for elders radio to contact care partners living go to carepartnersliving.com
Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurpose on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.